Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Family Business Today, where every family business has a story to tell and a step to take to not only thrive, but working together, create a lasting family legacy. I'm your host, Greg Lewis. Our guest today is Dr. Susan Walsh. Susan started her career in banking and worked in retail, corporate, and private banks for 11 years in both the North and South of Ireland. She then moved into academia and held a fellowship at the Dublin Institute of Technology. After moving to Munich in 2004, Susan founded Globe Business College and has spent the last decade and a half perfecting a unique education model that centers on one-on-one customized business education for the sons and daughters of family business owners. Today, she divides her time between the college, speaking events promote the need for relationship-based education in a digitalized society and working at a strategic level in both Ireland and Europe on the future of education. Well, hello, Dr. Walsh. Thank you for joining me for this edition of Family Business Today. I've been looking forward to hearing more about the Globe Business College and your work with the next generation of family business leaders. So uh, let's get started, Dr. Walsh. Uh, you started Globe Business College in Munich, Germany in 2006. Tell us about the mission of the college and your motivation for founding it. Okay, well, Greg, first of all, thanks for having me. Delighted uh, to talk to your listeners. Oh, and, glad to have you. Uh, we, we did indeed. We founded the college in 2006 in Munich. And I suppose the genesis or the idea for the college came from me. So uh, you've pronounced my name very well, Walt, which is the Irish part. But my full name is actually Walt Zitzelsberger. And I can see you laughing already, Greg, at my pronunciation of Zitzelsberger with a lisp. It actually gets funnier because I live in a street called Spitzelbergstrasse. Oh, wow. So, uh, <laughs> so it, it's not easy getting up every day in Munich. But um yeah, the, the Zitzelsberger part is a six foot four Bavarian that I met in Ireland back in about 1996. And we moved to Germany in 2001. And really, it was this Irish German, you know, combination, let's say, in my own life, because I don't know how, how well you know the Germans, but they're brilliant at production, they're brilliant at process, you know, rational, logical thought. They're fantastic companies. Uh, the Irish are probably at the other end of that continuum insofar as we are very good at thinking on our feet. We're very dynamic. We're uh, storytellers and uh, we're very good people skills. And the idea for the college was if we could bring those two things together and, you know, combine the art and the science, let's say, of business, we would have graduates that would be able to go out in the world and really, really make an impact on uh, business so that was the beginning and Greg like all great visions uh, it didn't work or work to some degree but it didn't go as you know we wanted it to go in the early days so it, it got reshaped and developed up to today um, but that's where we started. Oh wow well that's great and so uh, uh, the mission of the college again is what? Yeah, I mean, we do we do what we call uh, customized relationship based, which is really human to human uh, character and skill development for young people within the context of an accredited bachelor degree in business. And on, you know, back in 2006, as I said, you know, the focus we had was on 
skill development and we were really focused on five skills. So empathic exchange, um, bigger picture thinking, time management, you know, that they could actually achieve mm-hmm. something, uh, grit and passion and energy, which is my favourite, and uh, bigger picture, you know, that they saw the bigger picture. And we, we were doing that for a number of years and we realised that some of the students were developing the skills. You know, some of them were developing, but some of them weren't. And the funny thing is, which ties in, I think, with, you know, what, what your listeners are here to hear about is from day one, we attracted a very niche group of clients, families and, you know, sons and daughters who are the sons and daughters of Mittelstand or family companies. We didn't set out to do that. It just happened. Um, but it left us in a position, you know, that we couldn't make promises that we weren't able to keep. You know, we were uh, a lot of what happened was word of mouth, one family company talking to another and, you know, them sending the son and daughter. So back in about 2010, when we started to see that, right, some of the, the young people were not developing skill. We really started to analyze that. And because we were small, we could do that. You know, we could really look at what was going on. And we we saw that it wasn't about the skill. It wasn't even about the academic side. It was, it was basically about the human being and what I call the character or the personality of, you know, the young people. So back then, I mean, we all talk today, you know, about procrastination and perfectionism and lack of self-confidence and focus and all of this, you know, not coming out of their comfort zone. But we were seeing that back in 2010 with our students on the ground. And we then realized, okay, if we're going to develop skill and have successful graduates, we're going to have to really start developing uh, the character and the personality. And from that, the third pivot came uh, into the customized side because we also realized if you're going to work with human beings, you have to do that on a one-to-one basis and has to be customized. Every single individual student that we have is an individual or different. Um, And that really developed and it's been enhanced and it's you know we 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 there's never a day in Globe College where we sit back and say great we've got it every day is another you know perfecting moving to the next level because the the kids keep changing you know the the students keep changing the world keeps changing Um, and that brings us up to today so it's as I said it's uh, customized relationship-based human-to-human character and skill within the context of this three-year bachelor degree. Great, great. Well, that's that's very that's very good. Well, uh, of course, obviously, uh, Europe is a lot older than the United States, and uh, I've heard that there's some German family-owned businesses that have successfully expanded, uh, really many generations. Some uh, I hear more than 500 years. In the U.S., only four percent of family-owned businesses successfully transition to the fourth generation and beyond. What's the secret to successful generation trans, uh, transitioning in a European family businesses that our listeners might be interested to learn? Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a brilliant point you raised there. You know, I come from Ireland and we just don't have this, what I call, you know, this Mittelstand um, or, you know, these companies that, that you find here in Germany. Uh, I don't even think it's, you know, to talk first about not necessarily the generational handover, but the companies themselves, because I think that's, that contributes a huge amount to the success. I mean, in many cases, these companies are focused on one product or, you know, one tiny piece of a product even, which makes them, um, you know, they, they, they can get huge economies of scale from that. They export and they absolutely are specialists in one very specific thing. 
Um, in Germany as well, you know, a lot of the, the Mittelstand companies are linked into what we call clusters. So mm -hmm. you could have a very large automobile company like BMW with a lot of Mittelstand family companies surrounding it, providing parts or providing, you know, screws. It comes down to tiny little pieces. Um, and there's a whole, uh, let's say, subduction system developed in Germany around these companies. I mean, the, the Mittelstand are the backbone of the German economy. You know, it's, it, it's, mm -hmm. these are not small companies. They're, uh, you know, 500 staff members, they 50 million turnover, and it goes beyond that. You know, it goes beyond that in terms of family companies. Some of them are huge. Um, so it's a completely different, um, it's a completely different type of company. It's a different arena and it's a different support system that's in Germany for those companies. And then I think in America, which makes them, you know, that longevity uh, it can happen in a different way. I see. I see. Well, thanks for sharing that. Uh, I think we've, we see some of that happening uh, in the automotive industry in the United States, which in fact are many of the companies you mentioned with uh, tier one, tier two, tier three suppliers that are maybe using some of those concepts uh, of uh, relationships uh, with uh, the automotive industry. So thanks for sharing that with us. Well, you know, Every generation faces different challenges. Tell us about the specific challenges the next family business generations attending the Globe Business College are facing today. Um, yeah, I mean, okay, on a general level, uh, the challenges that family companies are facing, you know, full stop before we talk about what the, what the young people within those companies are facing, um, I mean, in Germany, you know, digitalization is and transformation of companies now that we're in the fourth industrial revolution driven by technology is a huge, you know, a huge challenge, a huge area. Mm -hmm. I mean, definitely securing the, the talent needed to bring those companies forward. I'm sure it's exactly the same in America is another, you know, big area. Um, and I mean, we just come out of a pandemic. We now have a war in Europe. So you're talking about supply chain issues, you're talking about rising costs on top of everything else, you know, you have, you have a lot of challenges. Um, I mean, in terms of the young people that we educate, uh, some of our, you know, earlier graduates now, they're, they're you know, 35 years of age, they're, they're in those companies, they're running those companies. Um, and definitely, they, th this issue of you know, being the bridge, let's say, between the older management and the parents who happen to own the company and the newer staff members coming in, you know, who are 20, 25 years of age with a completely different mindset. And our graduates are the ones who have to balance all of that and literally have the skill themselves and the human capacity, um, you know, to be the bridge in these companies between these two generations, this intergenerational um, area. You know, it, it, it's a really big challenge. Um, it's actually, we're in the college now, we're, we're developing a program called Lifelong Learning because we have students, we have alumni coming back and they would have graduated and done a master's degree and then gone into the company. But they're now coming back saying, you know, we need a safe space. We need a space where we can continue our character development where, you know, when we're dealing with, with issues on the ground that we've uh, a system around us to help us with that. Um, and it's a completely different type of education. You know, it's a completely different um, thing that they're looking for than let's say a traditional master degree or a bachelor degree. Very interesting. That's a, interesting that you're, that you're, really your client is 
uh, your student is really more in that 35 year, uh, year old rather than that 18 to 24 year old where they've actually been in the work workforce and, and careers and, and now they're continuing that education um, uh, in the things that they've experienced that, that they need to bring back to their family business uh, to help them with that. Uh, so that's, that's interesting. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. So um, yeah, let me just clarify that. I mean, we what we offer is a is a three year bachelor degree. Okay, uh, we also have shorter programs, you know, for for young people directly out of school. But once they graduate from us, we don't offer the the master degree because it's too intense. The education at the bachelor degree is too intense. Sure. Um, but but these because of the relationship based system that we have, the alumni never leave. Technically, you know, it's not let's say like a traditional institution. You know, we're very very close to them. We're very close to those companies long after they've left. Um, and in the past, while we never formally you know offered our alumni anything, I mean they're part of the network. You know, it's something now that we're looking at this lifelong learning when they come out of the bachelor degree. Um, because it doesn't stop, you know, it, it really doesn't stop. And as the world gets more and more dynamic, you have more and more of a need for, you know, we're calling it education. I don't know what it is. It's it's, it's support and it's, uh, you know, development of personalities and human to human interaction and exchange. I mean, Greg, at the, at the basis of what we do to summarize it is energy exchange, you know, education for us is energy exchange with hmm. older people, you know, older, the older with a, with a different mindset who were raised in a different world um, and giving that to the young people and the other way around that both sides understand each other and they're able to come together as human beings. Hmm. That's so important. Yes, it is in today's society. Well, um, you've talked about how you serve the students, but uh, how does Global Business uh, College partner with the parents and owners of family businesses? Yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, from it, it's a triangle and the triangle is the parents who just in our case happen to own family companies um, or family offices. I mean, it's not just family companies, it's family offices are in the network as well. It's us and it's the young person. And, you know, a lot of my time is spent educating parents. I know it sound, probably sounds ridiculous, but it's, mm -hmm. it's we are the bridge between, let's say, the young people um, and and the parents and from day one, I mean, we we interview every single family coming into the college. We don't just meet the students. We, we have a very intense two day program that everyone who joins our college goes on so we can get to know them. You know, we can we can interact with them and the parents come in at that part at that point um, because it's extremely important to us that uh, everybody's on the same page, let's say. Uh, we have then very, very unique things like the parent swap scheme where the owners of the company swatch, swap their sons and daughters into each other's organizations. Not that they can learn about the companies, but that they can act as role models to other young people. Um, and Greg, I don't know if you've got children, but you know, when you try to do something with your own children, uh, it's difficult when you hand them on to somebody else, they can maybe achieve something different. And I mean, that, that parent swap scheme works fantastically. Um, it's also our, our family companies come together as a network, you know, they're, they're, uh, they're, they're together in that network. We have huge amounts of events in the college and the parents themselves form a network because they're just very interested in the educational concept and they learn, you know, I mean, they're open to learning because in a lot of cases as parents, we're, we're operating from 
let's say, outdated methodologies. The world we grew up in is completely different to the world that young people are in now. And, you know, sometimes it's hard as a parent to know how do I support, what do I do, how do, you know, how do we get our, our sons and daughters to the next level, never mind company owners. And this network of families and network of family companies is really strong in its own right outside of the sons and daughters themselves. Mm, so yeah. it's, um, I mean, the, the other thing is all of the companies, you know, the kids are working on, they're working on case studies directly out of the companies in the network they're going out to those companies. You know, we have a we have a situation. If somebody's about to take over a company, they can actually do projects and assignments as part of their degree on on the company, which allows them to kind of stand back, you know, and see the company in a different light. So the whole education is uh, both the character development part, the skill, and the actual degree is centered on real world real world application and what's going on in the real world and. The, the company owners play a huge role in that. So you, you talked about that um, uh, parent and uh, owner of the business. I know that with our consulting clients, that's one of the things that we, we always are uh, 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 asking parents to make a choice. Are they going to be the boss or they're going to be the parent? And so many times, oftentimes, they call on us to be that uh, mentor, coach, uh, teacher, uh, and allows them uh, to really focus on the parenting skills as their children are growing to be the next generation leaders of the company. Thank you for sharing that with us. No problem. Well, we've gone through uh, 10 minutes and we haven't brought up uh, two words. We haven't brought up the COVID pandemic and we've not brought up pivoting which have uh, been a couple of words that have been used an awful lot in the last couple of years. How has the COVID pandemic impacted the family businesses you serve? And how has Globe Business College pivoted to fill these needs? Yeah, I mean, you know, I mentioned it earlier there. We, we don't just have COVID. We, we now have a war uh, on our doorstep as well. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's just created massive, massive uh, disruption. Um, the, I mean, the, you know, in Germany, there was, there was a lot of support, let's say, for companies. Um, they have a thing here called Kurzarbeit, where if, it, if it's a production company, you know, they, they, and they have to stop production. They don't have to let staff go. You know, they can, they can kind of phase, um, keep them still tied, to, you know, linked into the company without major disruption. But I mean, it's been difficult for everybody. You know, we've got we've got Ukrainian students and, you know, there's family companies there and they're they're, you know, they're really struggling um, in terms of Globe College. I mean, yeah, running a, you know, running a, a relationship based, human driven, non technological focused educational institution in a world where, you know, we went online. The world went online was really not easy. Um, but I suppose our flexibility and these very, very strong relationships really kicked in because, you know, we, we once you have the relationships, you always find a way of keeping, keeping the students OK, keeping the families OK and bonding, you know, no matter what's going on. Um, and we got through the last two years, uh, you know, in terms of with a lot, a lot of support and a lot of a lot of coming together of the community. Um, yeah, but we're looking forward to a time now, Greg, that potentially we, you know, we're going back to where we were at some level. Sure, sure. Well, we've talked about the supply chain issues and everything else, but 
How does focusing on the human side of business education fit into a successful family business? Um, yeah, I think I think focusing on humans fit into successful stuff. And I think if we're not focused on humans, success in the future is going to be very, very hard uh, to find. I mean, as I said, at the end of the day, it's about taking young people and first of all, making sure they're okay, making sure they're getting out of bed in the morning, they're focused, you know, they've, they, they're passionate, they can find their place in the world. Um, and after that, it is then about family companies or what they're going to do. I mean, it's very rare that a family will, will arrive, you know, at the beginning of our process and say our son or daughter has to go into the family company. The, the conversations tend to be way more about, you know, we want them to find where they want to go. We want them to find their place. We want them to be happy. We want them to develop. And I mean, naturally it happens. We do a huge amount over the three years um, on, you know, putting them into companies, letting them explore things, you know, really uh, allowing them to be authentic. And from that, they tend to come out at the end of three years going, well, this is me and this is what I want to do. And here's where I'm going. Um, and that leads to success in companies because you've got young people and humans who are happy at the end of the day. And, you know, once you get that and you get the energy and you get the passion, that leads to success. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Well, I think you hit on a great point there. Yes, as we uh, really see the most successful family businesses are the ones in which the children uh, go out after after college. They go to work three to five years in other corporate or business worlds, whether they're family or non-family, before they come back uh, to work in the family business. And you find that they bring uh, the good with them, but they also have experienced the bad. And they, they say that, hey, what we're experiencing here in the family business is a whole lot better than what we're out here. And, and then they become much more satisfied and productive uh, in helping their family business to grow. So thanks for sharing that. <clears throat> I mean, on, on that point as well, Greg, uh, you see you have an Irish woman now here who keeps talking, right? Uh -huh. um, uh, the, uh, I mean, the other thing, you know, is, is education. And I mean, I, I don't, I'm not sure what's happening in America, but education has been seriously disrupted, you know, and it will mm -hmm. be disrupted going forward because, oh, yes. uh, you know, our traditional concept of degrees and bachelor degrees that, that was developed in a different era you know an era that is industrial revolution and what we need today is something technically completely different so you really have to question what is education you know and what is education whether it's for family companies or family offices or just for young people going forward what is that and as i said earlier for me it's energy exchange you know they don't need us for knowledge um i had to go to college i'm sure you went to college to get the facts and you know to get the the knowledge they don't need us for that because they can get that off their phone but they do need us for this you know our experience our heart our soul whatever it is that makes humans um and to guide them you know and allow them to be authentic and allow them to find their place in the world oh yeah oh yeah it's uh, uh i know for me i was the first generation in our family to to go to college and uh, now our children, uh, our three daughters have all gone on to college and uh, one of them has a PhD in, in English and is teaching an, another generation now in, in the college uh, level there. So yeah, uh, so now it's all about the experience, the that you talked about earlier, the relationship 
part of it, how to how to just relate to other people uh, in the in the uh, workforce. And it's not just about uh, the internet or texting or email. It's actually about actually talking and conversing to come up with solutions to, to today's issues. Well, in your experience, uh, Susan, how are family businesses different than other type of businesses? And what makes them necessary in today's business climate? Um. Yeah, I mean, I suppose, again, it comes down to the human aspect. You know, I know certainly in Germany, if, if these are family companies, the family is taking full responsibility for those companies. They're facing the risk. And from that, you tend to get, you know, um, huge investment in people in the companies. A lot of the German companies are embedded in the community because, you know, human beings are the, one of their most valuable assets. Um and they think in a particular way. And again, when I talk about, you know, these character issues or these skills, they're very, very valuable in those companies. Um, and I think that sets those companies apart. You know, I mean, we've we some of the top companies in, in not just in Germany, but in the world are represented in our alumni group and, you know, the current students. And I mean, every one of these parents, they're just fantastic. You know, they're fantastic in terms of they embody these five skills that I'm talking about. Um, and that's because they've been trained in a particular way. They've grown up in particular, you know, in families, they've grown up around business um, and they're very passionate about those companies. And, you know, passion is something that I'm not sure, Greg, if, if you know, as human beings, we're, we're developing it or holding on to it. For me, it's, it's something that's really, really important, particularly in a world where, you know, technically Google and the, the tech guys, are going to own education in the future or they're going to play a huge role in education so anything that is about human beings and is, is human centered for me is, is is very very important that we we develop that and we hold on to it mm, good good advice good advice well um according to the small business administration uh study they've done that uh post covid over 50 percent of privately owned uh, companies around the world uh, are business owners are thinking about transitioning in the next five years. And the primary reason for failure is really a lack of planning. What is your advice to the next generation of family business owners around the world? Um, develop your skills, develop your character, um, you know, really seek out the role models in life and spend time with them and you know, get these skills, get the bigger picture, because um, whether you're in, that's not just to family, family businesses, that's to all young people, you know, going forward, these skills are going to be really, really valuable um, in a world, again, where te technology is, is probably the driver. Um, yeah, it's, it, I mean, again, you know, we grew up in a world where the role models were there, our character was built in families, it was built on the street, it was built in communities, and you know, the systems are not necessarily there now for young people to get that. So they have to get out and find it and they have to find people who are willing to invest energy in them and, and learn from that. Mm. Very much so. Very much so. Excellent. Excellent advice. Excellent advice. Well, we're coming uh, to the end of our, our time together. Uh, really some great value uh, of, in your thoughts and we thank you for that. So what does the future look like uh, for, for Susan and the Globe Business College? 
That, that's a dangerous question to ask an Irish woman, Greg. Right? <laughs> should, that's what I'm asking. <laughs> yeah, you, you should know better. I mean, uh, you might have you might have picked up on this, but I mean, I'm I'm passionate. I'm passionate not oh. just about our college. I'm I'm passionate about the model, and I'm passionate that as human beings, you know, these niche human to human relationship based models that require energy, you know, I mean, they're based on energy and energy exchange, that they get the resources and they get the support that they need to, you know, to play a role going forward. And I mean, one thing that keeps me awake at night, let's say, is this idea of, you know, the 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 mass and unicorns and technology and all of that, which obviously, you know, for humanity, that is a huge step forward. But on the other end of that is this maintaining and holding on to the human side of, of who we are. And that has to be a part of education. It has to be developed as part of education. And to do that, we need the resources and we need the, you know, we need the people coming together and saying, okay, let's put power behind these, these human models too. Very good, very good. Well, do you have any other closing thoughts you'd like to share with our listeners today? Um, no, but if there's, if there's yes, no, yes. Uh, I mean, <laughs> if anybody, if anybody's out there and this is resonating with you and you say, okay, look, I can feed into that model. I can, you know, become part of that. Uh, please link up with me because I, I really, uh, I would be really interested in, in having a chat with you. And um, yeah, I leave you with, I leave you with Greg that Irish whiskey is indeed better than Scottish whiskey. We had this conversation <laughs> before we started. So I'll just make sure that that's formally recorded here. Um, and I'll, I'll leave you with that. I look forward to talking to you again. Well, I do and, too. I really do. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Walsh, for being my guest on Family Business today. Please accept our best wishes for continued success for you and for Globe Business College there in Munich. To learn more about Dr. Susan Walsh, visit her website at www.dr-susanwalsh.com. And to learn more about Globe Business College, visit their website at www.globe-college.com. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. To our listeners, thank you for joining us for the Family Business Today podcast. Brought to you by the Tennessee Center for Family Business located in Nashville, Tennessee. Our passion is to help families create a positive environment where the family thrives, the business performs, and working together create a lasting family legacy. Whether you're a business owner looking to grow your family business or you're wanting to prepare to someday sell or transition the business to the next generation, check out our free resources on our website at www.tncfb.com. If you want to talk to a family business advisor about your specific family business needs, schedule a 30-minute no-cost call by sending us an email to info at tncfb.com. If you want to talk, we will listen. So until next time, thanks for joining us.